Huge here. I want to thank you for jumping on our podcast. Spread the word. Just tell everybody to search The Huge Show wherever they download podcasts. And also, get ready for the Super Bowl. Get in on the action. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use that code HUGE. The following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Wednesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can follow everything about high school sports 24-7 at MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. Wednesdays on the Huge Show are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. We are back live across Michigan, hour number two on a Wednesday broadcast. Lions fever is gripping this state. It's amazing. I was just talking with Tim Fagan, who runs iHeart West Michigan, about Super Bowl plans, about how nobody saw this coming except one broadcaster in August. What I say, Superfly. 14 and 3, and they would get to the Super Bowl. I didn't say they'd win it. I also said Michigan undefeated national champions at the Tullymore Golf Resort, our fall football summit with Doug Skeen and Chris Ballas and Clayton Safey. I said undefeated national champs. And I said 14 and 3, and I wasn't far off, right? I didn't expect them to get rolled by Green Bay on Thanksgiving Day. Superfly also told me we have Frank Schwab, Yahoo.com national NFL columnist. He'll join us in a few moments. What about the Lions to Vegas in the Super Bowl? Mm. Tim Stout, Stout on Sports, update on Izzo and Big Ten basketball. Ahmad Ahmed. He says, did you double check? Ahmed, did you check that out? Ahmed Fareed out of Sparta, Michigan. Hosting NBC NFL action, pregame, halftime, postgames. Ahmed, I got that. He's out of Sparta. Superfly said he's much more famous than you are. So it's my brother Bob, a second-round pick of the Milwaukee Brewers in 84. Denny Middleton and Nick Lewis, Bimini Brothers. Joe Badgero, former Sparta QB, did drop me an email. How come I'm not on the list? I hate people that make it all about themselves. I do. Drives me nuts. So we did throw out the huge question of the day. First, how many more wins for the Lions before the season is over? That's our Honolulu Blue Huge Question of the Day presented by Coppercraft Distillery. Better load up on that Honolulu Blue, that adult-crafted cocktail. If you're 21 and up, blue raspberry lemonade and vodka. Look for it in spirit stores all across Michigan. Marty Board told me that Kingmas on Plainfield near downtown Grand Rapids, they're going to have it in stock on Thursday. Crush great. Naps Corner, Gary and the crew have it. Meyer locations, I've seen it center aisle. 
Total Wine. It's everywhere. It's a great beverage for adults 21 and up. So we got that first question. How many more wins for the Lions in the playoffs? Zero, one, two, or three, right? That's an easy question. And then who's the most famous person from Sparta, Michigan? Ahmed Farid from NBC Sports. Used to do MLB Network. He's younger than me. My brother Bob, second round pick of the Milwaukee Brewers in baseball, 1984. Denny Middleton and Nick Lewis, the legendary musicians, comedy, freestyling before freestyling was cool, the Bimini Brothers. So I do the statewide show. I've done video games, 2001-2002 NFL Blitz football video game. Touchback the movie with Kurt Russell, Barry Sanders. I was the voice of that and the play-by-play voice of the Chicago Enforcers for one year back in the day in Chicago with Big O. Otis Wilson from the Super Bowl Shuffle Bears and Luke Canales was doing Fox TV. Can answer that question on the Mercantile Bank listener line or questions, plural, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUDE. Yeah, HUDE. Yeah, it's the HUDE show. With a D? How do I, I lose a D? The HUDE. 1-866-838-HUDE. Let's go talk to Frank Schwab, Yahoo.com. One of the best in the business, national NFL columnist, Yahoo. Is his website. He's standing by on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. Welcome back, my friend. How's it going? It's going good, man. Lions fever. It's crazy in the state right now, Frank. It's a beautiful thing. I can only imagine. I mean, just from, you know, the national perspective, this is the best story going in the NFL. I mean, maybe you could say the Bills. You know, I mean, because the Bills are in a similar situation to Detroit. But, I mean, uh, this this Lions team is one win away from being the NFC championship game. And who knows? Like, I, I don't look, will I pick them over the 49ers? Am I going to pick the Packers over the 49ers? No, but you know, one game situation, anything can happen. This Lions team has shown it can, you know, I mean, compete against really, really good teams. So Lions fans should be excited. This is, this is great. This is, I mean, legitimately probably the, the best team they've had since 1957. It may be one of those early 90s ones, but it's great. And it's awesome, and it's great to follow, and I'm rooting for them because I just think if they're in the Super Bowl in a few weeks, that would be one of the best stories we've seen in the NFL in a long time. In our last conversation, I think about a week ago, I was talking about the Cowboys, and I'm thinking the Lions are going to be going to Dallas, and – you said put the brakes on it a little bit, that you liked what the Packers were doing, and I don't think anybody saw it coming, what happened to Jerry Jones's franchise on their home turf. That was unbelievable. No, yeah, I mean, not like that especially. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I saw 27-0 to in the first half coming. I just, what do you do if you're the Cowboys? What do you do if you're the Eagles? You know, I mean, it's it's just shocking that – the two teams who I think wore, and, and no offense to Detroit here, but I think for the first two-thirds of the season, the Eagles were the second-best team in the NFC. When they completely fell apart, I believe the Cowboys were the second-best team in the NFC. And now both of them are gone. Like I mean, And, and neither one was competitive. Both just got absolutely positively blown out and humiliated. But the Cowboys just, 
<clears throat> the Eagles situation was kind of an ongoing thing. Like we could see them playing bad for six weeks. Like they were one of the, I don't know how this happened, but they were one of the worst teams in the NFL over the last six weeks of the season. They're just just flat out. So you could see that coming. Cowboys fans just got blindsided by this. I mean, their team was good. They get a two seed. They were eight and zero at home. I know Lions fans think there's an asterisk on that, but for them to fall flat like they did, I, I I'm still honestly shocked that we have not gotten the news that McCarthy's been fired. Because I don't just, I just, even if he doesn't deserve it, I don't know how he come back. I don't know the, the, the entire, like the entirety of the off season would just be this ball of negativity around Mike McCarthy and he can't win. And why is Jerry bringing him back? And, and every loss next season is going to feel like the end of the world. I don't know how you could bring Mike McCarthy back to that. Yeah, but Jerry Jones, probably the side of him, he wants to have his replacement ready to go. I know they'll have to go through the interview process per NFL protocol, but you know who's the, who's the guy that could come in there? Because there's questions about the future of Dak, questions about McCarthy right now, the fact on how different they have looked. Uh, in the playoffs, you know, which was a staple for the Cowboys back in the day. So who's who's the better head coach for the Cowboys and who's the better quarterback? Yeah, I mean, to me, if I'm Jerry Jones, I'm hiring Bill Belichick. And I know that's kind of easy, fill-in-the-blank type of stuff. But if you think about where each guy is in their career, Jerry and Bill, Jerry wants to win right now. Like He's just got to be sick of this. And he knows – Micah Parsons has to get paid soon. CeeDee Lamb has to get paid soon. This is not guaranteed to stick around forever, this great roster they have. I mean, there's an expiration date on this really, really talented roster. And if I'm Bill, I'm 14 games away from Don Shula's record, and I want to prove to everybody I can win without Tom Brady. I don't think going to the Atlanta Falcons really accomplishes either of those things. They'd be better, of course, with Bill, but... I don't know that they're necessarily their Super Bowl team. I do think Cowboys could be a Super Bowl team with whoever their next coach is, really. I, yes, they got to get over this postseason hump and all that kind of stuff. But obviously the talent's there. We all know that. So I don't know who says no to the Bill Belichick Dallas Cowboys thing. Like, the Cowboys should just open arms, take him, because they're not looking for a 5-10 year guy. They're, they want to win right now. Bill's not going to be around very long, and he wants to right now. He's 73 years old next season. I just think this is the perfect fit. I, I believe still in Belichick as a coach. If it doesn't work out, Jerry Jones says, whatever. I swung big for the great, greatest coach of all time. And it didn't work, but I, I tried. I, don't, I, I just don't see how this doesn't fit together. The pieces don't fit together at the end of the day. It's almost like some of the openings, if not all of them, I kind of see my own vision of who's the right fit, and I agree with you with Belichick with the Cowboys because he's old and he's in a win now. You know, it might be two years to get that record, try and see if he can win one without Brady, which just elevates him even more in terms of his status where he's at right now. I, I kind of look at Pete Carroll and I wonder, you know, an L.A. guy, is he going to be the Chargers guy? Pierce uh, more than likely stays on with the Raiders now, according to reports. Harbaugh in Atlanta. That was an interview nobody saw coming here in Michigan. And when you look at Atlanta with young talent, when you look at Atlanta with Harbaugh and the ability maybe to draft J.J. McCarthy and get him on that Atlanta roster with that young, solid, if not top-shelf offensive talent, Harbaugh seems the right fit there. An assistant with Washington, uh, you know, is it Ben Johnson with all the connections 
There is a McDonald from uh, the Ravens. Seems to be uh, the right play. Uh, you know, it's kind of – and I, again, I don't know who goes to Seattle, but uh, so many openings, a lot of coaches, and I think when the first one signs, you're going to see all the jobs get filled. But again, I don't know all the specifics on the timing and the Rooney rule on when they'll be able to start announcing new head coaches. Yeah, and I think that the, the big domino here is the Cowboys and the Eagles and Belichick and Harbaugh, too. Yeah, if the Eagles because, if the Eagles get rid of Sirianni, you're right. Yeah, Right, right. I mean, that's that's got to be on the table after how they ended the season. I don't know if they're going to do it or not, but it's got to be a discussion. Uh, and then I think... Bill Belichick's not just going to take the Falcons' job today. I don't think so. Anyway, I mean, of course, Rooney rules. So I mean, I mean today, you know, metaphorically. I just, I think he's going to wait. Why, why wouldn't he wait? And then that domino's got to fall before anybody else does. I think Seattle's going to get Dan Quinn. He has this history there as their defensive coordinator during that great run, ten, fifty, whatever it was, ten, twelve years ago. I and I, as I sit here, look, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm being cynical a little bit. I don't think Jim Harbaugh is going anywhere. I just think he likes the attention. I, I think he is going to do this every single year. I just, I don't know what it is about his pathology, but he, he just likes the attention. He likes being courted by NFL teams. And I think at the end of the day, every single year, he's just going to come back to Michigan. And we're going to do this dance five, six, seven, eight years. And every year we're going to act surprised. Oh, wow. Jim Harbaugh might take an NFL job. No, it's been eight straight years and he hasn't. He's not going to this time either. I just thought that's where I am with Jim Harbaugh. I don't think he's going anywhere. He's got a really good admission. He's probably going to parlay this into a raise and whatever he wants in that contract. And, and I think Atlanta ends up, I think Atlanta ends up striking out on everybody. Really? It's not a bad job. I mean, they do have talent, but there's no quarterback. Not a lot of history of winning. I, I think that, that they're going to be kind of the team that's really shooting big and not going to land anybody big. When I look at the Harbaugh situation being uh, on the ground here in Michigan, the NCAA threat, uh, the way, according to local reports and national reports, he's pushing for immunity or a arbitration process yeah. if they wanted to get rid of him. He doesn't want Ward Manuel, the AD, to have that sole power uh, to can him, that tells me there still is interest. I agree with you. But also, if they can't come to an agreement on that, I do look now in a job that, I'll be honest, I thought Raiders, uh, Chargers seemed obvious, right? The connection to him when he started his coaching career uh, sure. down in Southern California. But then when I heard the Atlanta interview, it caught me off guard. And then I look at the Falcons, and they're picking number eight, which would be a perfect spot to draft J.J. McCarthy. Harbaugh got his national championship. His brother could get another Super Bowl ring this year, has one. And I think Harbaugh wants to chase that NFL dream, not have to have the NCAA looking over his shoulder. And the Falcons, with that young talent and with his ability to bring J.J. McCarthy in at number eight, and I think he would be there. That seems like if there is an NFL setting, unless the Raiders would go south on Pierce, because I was thinking the same thing with the Raiders, that that's an opening, I think, Harbaugh, if he wants to chase the NFL dream, he's not in the AFC against his brother, he's in the NFC, and he could draft J.J. at eight. That might be the only spot now I think Harbaugh would leave Michigan for. Yeah, and that does, I mean, that all makes sense, what you said. And I think a big caveat here is the NCAA stuff. I mean, we saw Pete Carroll leave USC when he knew everything was coming down. Like, what are you going to do? Like, you're not going to outrun the mob. If, if Harbaugh really thinks that, that 
Michigan's going to have major sanctions. Yeah, he might just say, why would I stick around for this? Like, uh, I can go to the NFL. The NFL doesn't care. The NFL does not care, like, at all. I, I hope people know that. That the NFL, when, when guys get in trouble for, like, rules type of stuff, like, you know, back when you could take, couldn't take money from agents, the NFL does not care the slightest about that. Like, whatever. It, it's not a big deal. Uh, so I think they would, you know, not care and, and, and hire Harbaugh in a second. I mean, he's a, he's a hothead coach. Like, he has a good NFL track record, unlike some other head, you know, college coaches that come in and fail in the NFL. So, I don't know. We'll see. I just I'm a, I'm in a we'll see with with Jim Harbaugh. And also, I just boy, we've seen this before where we try to match up college quarterbacks with their college coach, and that just doesn't work out that way. I mean, or even I mean, even with Pete Carroll, they had the safety coming out of USC. Everybody thought they were going to draft him, and they passed on him, and it just was a big thing. So we'll see if the Harbaugh McCarthy thing comes to pass in Atlanta, but again, I'm still skeptical Harbaugh's going anywhere. I just think this is a lot of leverage for him, and he enjoys the attention. Frank Schraub, Yahoo.com, national NFL columnist, joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee Guest Line. I want to get your thoughts on the Lions in Tampa. Uh, two interesting teams, two storylines, you know, resurrection of careers, Baker Mayfield, yeah, Cleveland misses him. Jared Goff got past Stafford. That's now in the rearview mirror. A winner goes to the NFC championship game. And if the Packers beat the Niners on Saturday night, Tampa and Detroit will know with the win they'll be hosting the NFC championship game. Who do you like in that matchup in Detroit? I think it could be close. I'll say that. I I know that it's a what, six and a half point spread, but the Buccaneers, I mean, Lions fans remember the first time they played the Buccaneers. That game was close. Like, that game, I know it ended up, I think, 20-6. to But it really, Detroit had trouble with that Tampa defense, which is pretty good. That's a pretty good defense. James Williams made one huge play, and that kind of turned the game around. A whole Just the one big play they needed to kind of break that open. And Tampa Bay didn't do much on offense against Detroit. But I just think that Tampa's playing defense at least very well their offense finally clicked again uh, they're not going to be playing a defense as bad as the eagles on sunday but uh, i mean the lions have had their issues on defense too in recent weeks so i think it's gonna be a close game i really do i i think the lions win i think it's gonna be a lot uh, pretty similar to the rams game to be honest i i think that you're gonna see a lot of uh, big plays points scored back and forth and then, you know, it's just going to come down to the end, a team that makes a big play. I think it'll be the Lions, but I can see them winning, you know, 27-24, that type of game. This Tampa team is, is not bad. I, I know their record wasn't great. I know they won a really, really bad division. But Mayfield's played pretty well down the stretch. Their defense is no joke. They got playmakers like Mike Evans, Chris Godwin. I, it's a tough challenge for the Lions. I know that it's great to be at home. It's Obviously, you want to be, whatever you may. Everybody can make the jokes they want to make. You want to avoid the Cowboys. So you did not want to play the Cowboys, really. You'd much, much rather play the Buccaneers. But that said, his Buccaneers team is not one to be overlooked. Let's put it that way. Frank Schwab, Yahoo.com, National NFL Insider. Before I let you go, who survives the weekend? And what's the matchup in the AFC and NFC championship games? Boy, I have a really tough time finding an underdog that I, I like straight up. I, I mean, I I think Buffalo. I think Buffalo wins. I just think this is their time. And what do you think could beat the Ravens? The Ravens are a fantastic team, and Bills got the injury issues, and weather will be bad again, and all this stuff. 
it just feels like the Bills are the third best team of football, clearly. And so I'm going to have to take them. I'll take the Lions. I can't pick against the 49ers. I just, I'd be absolutely blown away, honestly, if the 49ers don't make a Super Bowl. Like, I just, wow. Like, I, yeah, maybe the Lions can go in there and win. I, they're the only team I even give a puncher's chance to against the 49ers. I, I just have ultimate respect for this 49ers team. And, as good as C.J. Stroud is, and he's fantastic, I just, do we really think they're beating a rested Ravens team? If they do, goodness, we're just going to have an offseason of Lamar Jackson <laughs> slander that you've never seen before. So I'm just going to take, I hate to do it, but I'll just, I'm going to take all the home teams, all the favorites. I just, I just can't get myself to pick one of these underdogs straight up. Yeah, I can't wait, man. Lions get to the NFC Championship game. If the Packers go pull another road upset, and the Lions oh, are hosting the NFC title game, a win away at home from going to the Super Bowl for the first time ever. Yeah. Man. Against the Packers of all teams, too. I guess I, like It would be so poetic. I, I think it would be awesome. I, I As much as I want to see this 49ers team play as many games as they can, because I just like watching them, Packers at Lions would be, well, I mean, you would know better than me, but... Is that the biggest game in Detroit sports history? Like bigger than Game Five of the '84 series, or whatever game from the Pistons runs? I mean, I can't imagine a bigger game in Detroit sports history than Lions versus Packers in the NFC Championship for the right to go to the Super Bowl. You know, I, I believe this playoff run is up there with anything as big that the state has ever seen. Yeah, you get a clinching, you know, Stanley Cup game uh, with the Wings yeah, or the Tigers, you know, with. Mags, uh, but in uh, Comerica, they never won a World Series old school Tiger Stadium. They did in 68, but man, I'll, I'll tell you right now, uh, we're, we're doing a simple contest on a ticket giveaway or tickets, two tickets. Uh, I, I think um, within six minutes of the contest starting, there were 8,000 entries. I mean, it's just like, <laughs> it, it is, it, and that was 24 hours ago. Now I think it's close to 20,000, and it's just, the people, you know, doing a statewide show and what they've been through and the roar of that crowd. And I know NBC tried to capture as much as they could. But uh, when someone described the video of golf was coming out just to warm up, not not the starting lineups, to warm up and the crowd in unison started chanting his name. Man. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I mean, and, and this team is just a... And from an outsider, they're very, very likable. You can see why players would run through a wall for Dan Campbell, and you can see why everybody would rally around Jared Goff, who's this reclamation project who kind of just got dumped on the curb by the Rams. And Amon Ra is just a phenomenal player, and Laporta, too. And like all these guys, the Lions just come off as an incredibly likable team from the outside. And I assume people in Michigan just absolutely are, are in love with this Lions team. They got a lot of heart, they got a lot of passion, they, they, they're just a lot of great stories, a lot of great personalities. It's a very, very easy team to root for. Yeah, how about this? Uh, the Rams-Lions wildcard game on Sunday Night Football on NBC and Peacock averaged 35.8 million viewers across all platforms with 31.9 million viewers on NBC stations ranking as TV's most watched primetime show since last year's Super Bowl. Wow. Wow. Yeah, that speaks to it. I mean, and I, I don't mean to be rude to the Rams fans, but it's not because the people, a lot of people are tuning into the Rams. Like, it's just different in Detroit and Midwest. I'm from Wisconsin, so I, I know. I know what this means for the people of Detroit. I know what this, 
this type of run. Like I, I was, I was living through the Packers making it '96 when it was just that's the only thing anybody would think about, talk about. It was the biggest deal, and I think it multiplies for the Lions because it's just never happened before. And one thing about likable, I agree with you. When I look at these national numbers, it, golf likable, Jameer Gibbs young and likable, Branch yeah. Laporta. Uh, you're going down the list here. Uh, guys like Ragnow, uh, Brian Branch. Uh, where I look at all these young names, J-Mo, uh, they, were, they were college names, but they're likable. Dan Campbell is a blue-collar guy. He's likable. Yeah, Dan Campbell's a perfect fit in Detroit. Like, oh. I, I just can't imagine a more perfect coach for a oh, gosh. city than Dan Campbell in Detroit. Mm. And Boy, if he wins, like I just start building the statue tomorrow because, uh, yeah, that, oh, that, there'll be twenty statues. He's, he's, he's really good. There'll, there'll yeah, be I, there'll be more away. statues than a museum if the Lions win the Super Bowl. <laughs> there'll be, I think, there'll be Statue Avenue. They'll come up with a road where there'll be a golf statue, there'll be a Gibbs statue, yeah, a totally. Montgomery statue, a Ragnall, the offensive line as a as one art piece. So and a Laporta. I mean. Uh, Hutch, uh, I'm, I'm not lying. I, I've never seen anything like it, and I'm just along for the ride, and I'm a Lions fan and grew up here, and I'm enjoying it. And, Frank, I appreciate all your input, feedback. Enjoy another big weekend in the NFL, and we'll talk soon. Absolutely, I appreciate it. Yeah, it is exciting. And I know Frank. See, and he's objective. He's from Wisconsin, and he's a big Packers fan. But think about if the Packers got to the NFC Championship in Detroit without Rodgers. You talk about exercising demons. Love is kind of doing that on the flip side with Green Bay. This is a very special time, and those people are going crazy. Trying to win a pair of tickets. I'm looking at the entries over 25,000. Superfly, over 25,000 entries. We're what, 25 hours into this contest? You have until 5 p.m. on Friday. Text playoffs, playoffs as one word to 21000. And you could win two tickets to the Bucks and the Lions Sunday at Ford Field. Courtesy of Marty Boer and the Michigan Sports Network. Simple and easy. Just text playoffs as one word to 21,000. Up next, Tim Stout. Stout on sports. I'll get his thoughts on the Lions. Update on Izzo and Michigan State basketball. And if you want to join us, our Honolulu Blue. Huge questions of the day presented by Coppercraft Distillery. How many more wins for the Lions the rest of the way? Zero, one, two, or three? You answer that, 1-866-838-4843. That's what 866-838-HUGE. That is on the Mercantile Bank listener line. Mercantile Bank, a Michigan bank, that means they have locations all across Michigan. From Petoskey to Detroit, this show is huge. Vacations are RV 
vacations. Let's go somewhere. The Grand Rapids Camper Travel and RV Show at DeVos Place is back. It's the biggest RV show in the state with the best RV deals. See over 300 RVs, luxurious motorhomes, fifth wheels, travel trailers, and ultralights. RV accessories and services, hundreds of camping destinations, Alaska RV and seminars, and more. That's January 18th through 21, DeVos Place. Buy your tickets at GrandRapidsRVShow.com. He would share with a reminder that the biggest RV show in the state of Michigan happens this weekend, Thursday through Sunday at DeVos Place. It's the annual Grand Rapids Camper Travel and RV Show. Now, if you want to see RVs, they have over 300 on display. Also, family-friendly travel trailers and campers and more. So if you're looking for the ultimate RV experience this weekend, Thursday through Sunday, it's the Grand Rapids Camper Travel and RV Show. Get more details at GrandRapidsRVShow.com. Hey, Michigan, let's go big. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro wide receiver, and I'm talking real big-time winning on the hottest slots and table games on one incredible app, Eagle Casino and Sports. Sign up now and get up to $1,500. That's right. We'll match your deposit for up to $1,500, and you'll get 100 free spins. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan. Made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Roast Umber is a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com. They say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong. So how about grabbing a beer that's consistently smooth, consistently refreshing, and consistently light? You might just find that the road to success can be pretty enjoyable. Michelob Ultra, the perfect balance of taste and refreshment in only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Huge here for all the Mr. Car Wash locations across Michigan. You're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass that I use. Superfly Hayes, my producer, uses it. I can get my SUV washed as often as I like for one low price. You can sign up today. Just go to MrCarWash.com or stop by your local Mr. Car Wash location here in Michigan for the one close to you. And to get that unlimited pass, go to MrCarWash.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan Wednesday broadcast presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can watch live and on-demand boys and girls high school sporting events at MHSAA.tv. MHSAA is based in Lansing, so is Tim Stout from our affiliate The Game, 7.30 a.m. Huge Show is back live weekday afternoons at 3, Stout on Sports, weekday mornings at 10 a.m. On AM seven thirty in Lansing. How you doing, Timmy? Good, Bill. Good to talk to you today. You guys got Lions fever happening there in the Lansing area as well as every place else across the state. Oh, the two games are NBC games. We're an NBC affiliate, 
So we did live coverage before and after all day Sunday. In 54 years on the air, I've never done a 90-minute live show. And we're doing a 90-minute live pregame show Sunday. And then we have postgame coverage 6.30 to 7. And after the game the other night, because we did not have any NBC programming after midnight, we just went on and on and on and on. I didn't get home until nearly 1 o'clock in the morning. So the answer is yes. And this is NBC's last game. So no matter what happens, it'll tone down a bit because if the Lions win, they go to Fox for the NFC title game, 6.30 p.m. our time, January 28th, whether it's in San Francisco or at Ford Field. doesn't make any difference on the time, but that's Fox. That's not NBC. So, so the NBC affiliates in the state of Michigan got a huge break, especially WDIB in Detroit, because the advertising revenue our general sales manager told me was 40% higher for the Rams game than they ever got for a Super Bowl or the Michigan-Michigan State game this last fall. Pretty strong. Yeah, and I looked at the NBC numbers. Uh, it's the most watched, Rams-Lions, the most watched thing on TV since last year's Super Bowl. Primetime television, over 35 million viewers, more than anything in primetime on television, not just sports, since last year's Super Bowl. Yeah, and that's nationwide, Bill. And what I'm interested in is if I'd like to know what the numbers are in the various markets, especially Detroit across the state of Michigan, because my prediction is, especially in Detroit, I'll bet you the viewing audience, the percentage of homes watching last Sunday night would top any previous Super Bowl. I don't know that, but looking at the nations, the numbers nationwide, like you just said, that's the highest audience for any TV event since the Super Bowl last February. If it isn't atop a Super Bowl, it's got to be pretty darn close, and it'll be monstrous again. You know, we got cold weather, so people are inside to begin with, uh, and that, to me, is just going to drive it even more coming up. And if they should get to the NFC title game, imagine what the viewing audience in Michigan is going to be on the 28th at 6.30 p.m. Massive. Absolutely massive. Away from everyone just excited because this is totally uncharted territory, uh, what draws you to this Lions team, Tim? What do you really like about them? Well, the signature guy's the coach. There's no question about that. You know what? It's amazing is it's hard to remember. They started 0-10 with him. They started oh, at ten and one, yeah, and they and and you know they uh, and he was crying. I remember him crying at the podium, trying to hold back tears after the early part of his first team because he kept saying, "We are so close, we are so close." Unlike the Pistons guy who just says what he says, but this guy, and I think he believed that, but nobody could possibly believe. I think that they would, you know, have the success as soon as they seemed to have had it, and I think. The NFC North next year is going to be massive. I think they're all going to be better. Who knows how good Green Bay is? They may even play Green Bay in Fort Field again next week. You never know. It's amazing to me that in the NFC North, after a couple of really, really down years, that two of the final eight teams are from the NFC North, and you could have an all-NFC North NFC championship game coming up. So it's the, you know the tide has turned. And, you know, like, like Harbaugh getting the Michigan players to believe in him, you know, this guy was a player. He's been around. 
He's coached elsewhere. The staff is all related to him in so many different ways. They they obviously had a good draft. Those guys were impact players right away for the most part. There's no question. I mean, everybody questions should they take the running back from Bam in the first round. Well, look what he's done. Then the tight end from Iowa, who hardly catches patches at Iowa, and look what he's done and so on. And I think the previous drafts, guys like Sewell, those guys have really – turned into it. I mean, I don't think this is by any stretch of the imagination a one-man team in any way. I think they're going to get tested by Tampa Bay more than people believe because it's a little bit tighter on pressure. There's no question they have a supportive fan base and that, that plays well in Ford Field. And I think like all these games at this point, when you look at these playoffs, this comes down first and foremost to the quarterback. Who's going to outplay the other one? I thought both of them played well the other night, but Goff was 22 or 27. If he does that again, I think the Lions are probably going to win again, and then we'll see who they play. They're, and obviously, Bill, one of the one of the storyline they're going to know who they play uh, because they San Francisco plays Green Bay on Saturday. They're going to know what their fate is going into the game against Tampa. What the out, you know, what the next chapter is going to be if they can win. So to answer your biggest question. Where isn't there enthusiasm for the Lions anywhere in the state? I know there sure is a ton of it around here, no question. By the way, you wanted the uh, question answered. Uh, the NBC station in Detroit, uh, Detroit led all markets, Rams, Lions, TV ratings, with a 39.6 rating, but a 69 share in Detroit. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I mean, and believe me, you don't get that. Anywhere, I mean, anywhere in television. I mean, even man landing on the moon in 1969. Those are those are almost similar numbers. I I would have guessed the Detroit numbers would absolutely have to be off the chart. If we're, you don't even have to like football, but just to see what the scene was going to be like in Ford Field for the very first time, and I think frankly there was a lure of that to you know not to football fans, but they know what the deal is. And Sunday night, what's that live shot? What's it going to look like in there? And what is that sound going to be? And if you had even a casual interest in football, then you would tune in. And if you had a massive interest, then you couldn't tear yourself away from the screen. So. You know, it's. Uh, I don't know where this is going to end or how it's going to end. And even if it does end, you know, it, it's been a very, very, very magical year in Detroit for that franchise, especially when you consider the issues it has had for years and years and years, unlike any other franchise can think of. So if they win again, it'll just be that much wilder. And should they happen to play a third home game, you can only imagine what the anticipation would be knowing that another win would make it to a Super Bowl. Yeah, uh, by the way, the the average viewership, near 36 million for the Rams and the Lions on Sunday night, was extremely close to eclipsing the Super Bowl between Kansas City and and Philadelphia uh, last year. It was really close to being the most watched primetime TV event. And by the way, the ratings for a wild card game were the highest since 1988. That is the power of the Lions. They're a fun team to watch. It's a great story. Dan Campbell, a lot of likable people. Timmy, uh, I, I, I was going to talk about MSU basketball. I do have about 90 seconds. Uh, what's the latest on Izzo and the boys? Well, I think they're in a. I've 
they're gonna, I think they'll be fine, though. I mean, Minnesota tomorrow night is a better Minnesota team, yes, than what they played, but they're going on the road, and playing in the Breslin Center is not easy. I think Michigan State is healthy as it's been in some time. I would be surprised if State struggles in this game. The Maryland game at noon on Sunday at Maryland is a harder one to figure because State hasn't won a road game yet in the Big Ten, and out of nowhere, Maryland won by nine points at Illinois the other day. So, like I always say, so which team going to show up, and road teams tend to have a problem. Just ask Wisconsin, who got beat at the likes of Penn State last night. But I would be surprised if they lose tomorrow night, and then they get Michigan coming. I mean, the, the games they had, you know, Bill, in the games they have left, they're going to be favored. Whether they win or not, I don't know, but they're going to be favored in all but about two of them. They won't be favored at Purdue, and they won't be favored at Wisconsin, but they could be favored in every other game that they play in the league. Whether they win them or not is another matter, but I still think they're going to end up in the front four or five of the league. They'll be in the NCAA tournament. They need as many wins as they can get now, obviously, if they can't win the Big Ten title, so that they get a better seed in the tournament when we get to March. Timmy, good stuff today. My best to you and your family. It's awesome to be back live weekdays at 3 on the game, 7.30 a.m. in Lansing. Stout on sports weekday mornings at 10 a.m. Enjoy that Lions game. You too, Bill. You're live with us. It's a lot better deal. Believe me, we'll talk to you soon. Oh, that's nice. Look at Tim. He would show live at three weekdays on AM 730, and we're a better station. I'm getting misty-eyed. I got waterworks. To the callers online, stick around. Michigan will hear you next. Also, if you want to get in on the drawing away from the pair of Lions tickets for Sunday, we have a thousand bucks from DraftKings that you could use to bet on the Super Bowl. Just text DraftKings one word to two one zero zero zero. Text DraftKings one word to twenty one thousand, and you'll be in the drawing the Wednesday before the Super Bowl. And a thousand bucks could be yours to wager on the big game and just think if the Lions are in it. You have to be twenty one and up to enter on this. Text DraftKings, one word, to 21000. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Mercantile Bank is committed to delivering financial solutions that empower businesses to achieve their goals. We take time to understand you and what makes your business unique. From commercial and business banking to treasury and HCM tools, our local team is here to help you take your business to the next level. So when you need a financial partner, Merck is here. To learn more, visit us online at MerckBank.com business. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Bill Simonson here for my good friend Josh Garvey. Now, he's a managing shareholder at Dorn Mayhew's Grand Rapids office. Their world headquarters are in Troy, Michigan, on the east side of the state, and they have locations all around the world. They have over 550 motivated accounting professionals, 90 years in business, and I mentioned the 10 offices worldwide. So if you want to connect and partner with one of the top CPA, accounting, and business firms in the world, they're right here in Michigan. Dorn Mayhew's Troy office on the east side of the state, and Josh Garvey is a managing shareholder for their Dorn Mayhew GR office. 
Right there by the S-curve, you'll see the new Dorn Mayhew sign. You can find out more. Just Google Dorn Mayhew. That's D-O-E-R-E-N-M-A-Y-H-E-W or Dorn.com. They're one of America's and the world's top CPA accounting and business firms. They're Dorn Mayhew. Welcome to the Drew World Order. Drew Hill, Friday, January 26th at Soaring Eagle Casino. There's a party on this hill. Same show, the soulful bad boy R&B. Genuine. Ride the pony for a two-step and good time. Tickets start at $45 and are on sale now at the box office or online at etix.com. Genuine. Drew Hill, Friday, January 26th at Soaring Eagle Casino. Here for my friends from Coppercraft Distillery. Now they're a Michigan-based company, and they have a message for anybody 21 and up. You're going to want to get hooked up with this Honolulu Blue, a premium can cocktail. Vodka, blue raspberry lemonade. This special limited edition can cocktail is available at local stores, pubs, and restaurants. And when you're cheering on our favorite pro football team, TDs, tailgates, and more, make sure you grab a Honolulu Blue from Coppercraft Distillery. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. You know, every time I hear this song, I think about Hutch, um, Hard Knocks, rookie song, Billy Jean. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Wednesday broadcast presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Now, remember, if you miss any huge opinion, interview, our full show, our podcast are free, and we are everywhere. Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts. Big. Bad. 